This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a pop or kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Doug loves movies. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Uh, my name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, coming to you from the UCB Theater in Los Angeles on Tuesday, March 19th, 2 Oceans 13. Since last I spoke and you listened, I, I had a blast at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. I, I was only there for three nights, but I caught uh, six movies. The Bounce Back, Kiss of the Damned, Yellow, Zero Charisma, and Cheap Thrills. 
<laughs> okay? And on St. Patty's Day, I sat, uh, I sat in with Ma uh, Master Pancake for a movie mock of Leprechaun. Yeah, Leprechaun, a great movie if you like your movies not great. <laughs> and out of the uh, South by Southwest movies I saw, I liked four of them, four out of the five. And uh, my favorite was Cheap Thrills featuring uh, past and future Douglas Movies guest Dave Koechner. Yesterday we recorded a dining with Doug and Karen that is available now on iTunes or at anertis.com with marijuana logger Tony Kameen and the dudes from the Egg Slut Truck, which is a, a good one. I recommend it. Now it's time for, oh, this is a bad segue. Now it's time for Not for Emetophobes. <laughs> Egg Slut Truck for Emetophobes. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, according to... Ian Manka on Twitter and Zach Lunch on Twitter. Uh, the incredible Burt Wonderstone has a guy throwing up when he sees Jim Carrey lying on hot coals. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Not for Metaphobes. <laughs> incredible Burt Wonderstone edition. Uh, there's a few tickets left to see me do stand-up this Saturday at 420 and in Atlanta at the Punchline. Uh, Doug Loves Movie Sunday is sold out. And uh, for L.A. stand-up fans, I will be telling jokes at Flappers in Burbank on Thursday, March 28th at uh, 10 p.m. with uh, special guests, and we'll play some Letter Malton game with audience members. Jordan, bring your baseball, is what I'm saying. How you feeling? I heard you were sick tonight. You're hanging in. All right. You weren't, you weren't there at the front of the line when I walked up. I lost my shit. <laughs> my good luck charm. What's going to happen? Just a regular show. <laughs> Let's look in the prize bag, you guys. It's a, uh, it's a Comedy Central duffel bag thingy that I don't want. <laughs> and uh, inside it's got like a copy of Smug Life and a... Uh, Oh, a beautiful, a really nice uh, 311 uh, cruise beach towel uh, that's it's kind of ostentatious. Maybe you'll like hang it up on the wall or something. And then, of course, uh, you know who the returning champion is tonight, and uh, he, he brought some cool stuff. So let's just get everybody out here, and then we'll talk about uh, the rest of the prize bag. Uh, I know I don't normally like to have an open-door policy... <laughs> on this show, but when an uh, internationally renowned filmmaker uh, becomes available, uh, you gotta go ahead and have an open door policy. So everybody, please help me in giving a big warm welcome to Chris Hardwick, Paul F. Tompkins, and Werner Herzog. Very, very exciting. Oh, there's a Douglas movie shirt in there. <laughs> and let's see what you guys brought. Uh, this is, um, oh, we'll just get right to you, sir. Thank you for being here and bringing a copy of your film Incident at Loch Ness. Doug, thank you for having me on your show. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, Incident at uh, Loch Ness is not uh, my film per se. It's a film in which uh, I act uh, but did not direct. 
Wow, but your name's right there on the top of the uh, the packaging, so you, they're really selling it on my, your uh, your appearance in it. My agent fought hard for that <laughs> to get my name above the title. And on the back, you're you're holding a camera as if you are making a film. Yes, we're having a bit of fun. It's a, a docudrama about myself and Zach Penn, the screenwriter of Electra. Um, <laughs> Travel to investigate the Loch Ness monster, and uh, uh, this is a, a story of what might have happened if we did such a thing in earnest. Well, thank you for being here. It is my pleasure. In, in earnest, I, I also, uh, as you do, I love movies as much as nature hates and wishes to destroy mankind. <laughs> Well, thank you. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins has been patiently waiting to, uh, to say hello to everybody. Not that patiently. Hello to everybody. Does he talk? How do you, do you feel when he talks? I feel like things are going too slowly when he speaks. I, I'm sorry, to, sir, to bring that up right in front of you like that. It's a thing that I get a lot. It doesn't bother me, actually. I think it's, uh, I think it's very soothing, as soothing as uh, a, a German voice can be. And you brought, he just gave you a look, you brought a uh, copy of... Uh, that was of, just in the stage direction. You weren't supposed to read that part. <laughs> of la Laboring Under Delusions, your, your CD. Doug, that's right. I did. You asked so me to bring the, something, and that's the thing that I brought. That's in the prize bag. And, uh, of course, returning Leonard Maltin game winner, Chris Hardwick, everybody. I am, I'm sorry I had to miss last week. I was at South by Southwest. But it's been really fun to be what I'm going to guess is the new permanent <laughs> fixture on Doug Loves Movies. How, how crazy would that be if you never lost? Just by... I, I, and I feel really... I felt really bad for Sam Levine. I, he was really... He was joking about it on Twitter, but in a way that was like, ha, it's just, I'm just having fun with it. It's, just, it's great that he boxed me out. It's fucking great. Like, no. I could tell that he was really... He wasn't having fun. But it, to be fair, Sam lost because he thought it would be funny to steal the seat that I normally sit in. Had he just taken the seat that he should have sat in, I would not have been able to... I'm not even going to say box him out. Play the game correctly, I think, would be uh, what, what would happen. Is Sam here tonight? He's not I, don't, here I don't think so, he's no. That, oh, my that, God. I'd be scared man. if he was. <laughs> so I apologize to Sam Levine, but I was just playing... Because he can beat anyone with movie trivia, except for maybe Werner Herzog. Well, that's... Are you, how, how do you feel about the Leonard Maltin game, Werner? Do you think you'll uh, do well or know what's happening? Um, I am uh, unfamiliar with this oh, game, no. but... I am a, a quick study and... Oh, okay, uh, okay, good. good. Uh, I do enjoy games of uh, trivia um, and, in fact, anything that proves uh, how trivial life is. <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins and Chris Hardwick really holding back during that when that guy, sir, when you... <laughs> he doesn't give you a space dynamic. to jump in. It's just like there's no punctuation in the sentences. Yeah, it's like he just keeps... <laughs> What he keeps, he, an, what he keeps he an even keel with the sentences, so you're not really sure when it's over. It's like trying to jump on a train while it's moving. You can't. Like in the days of the Great Depression. Exactly. <laughs> I apologize. We usually don't talk about our, our guests that much right in front of them, but uh, it's just we're all excited to have it, you here. It, uh, it doesn't seem as if you are excited. It seems as if you are bordering on the impolite. <laughs>
That is true. You don't seem to be expressing much excitement. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's have a slow. huge hand for yes. Werner Herzog. Fitz, Fitz Caraldo. Fitzcarraldo, do you know... Grizz, grizzly man. For Fitzcarraldo, I had asked Weird oh, Al no, Yankovic... I was hoping this wouldn't happen. I had asked him if he would... Uh, we don't really have a lot of time. ...would write a parody of Desperado, the, long. but put, put Fitzcarraldo in there. Okay. And he refused. So Chris brought um, an amazing uh, item for the bag. Uh, not that everything hasn't been great, but... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, an actual zombie is here. A, a guy just yawned and a demon came out. Uh, this is, uh, what is this, Chris? Walking the, Dead. Walking, what are we looking at here, Chris? It's the uh, Walking Dead. <laughs> it's the Walking Dead first season on Blu ray. Um, special, it's like a special edition of The Walking Dead. Yeah. So, uh, a, a nice box that says, uh, Don't Open Dead Inside. That's right. Or Don't Dead Open Inside if you, leave, if you read left to right. Uh, but yeah, I think it should be Don't Open Dead Inside from the first, first episode. What about dead don't inside open if you, if, if you read Hebrew? Guys, you know what? I like to play word anagrams. I like to scramble up sentences with the words. We all love to play word anagrams. Chris? <laughs> does Werner, does Werner hurt? Yeah, how do you feel, play? Werner, about word I'm, anagrams? I'm more of a jumble man myself. <laughs> Did you? What's the deal with... In the motion picture Jack Reach Around... You, Reacher, you play... <laughs> Apologies. Except I'm just used to saying it that way ever since the day I bought my ticket. It's fun, it's, it's fun to have fun. Yes, and in that movie, you play a f- rather fun villain who, it turns out, uh, cut off his own finger. And so they, uh, it's special effects, because obviously I can see you have all your fingers. I have all of them and a couple extra. <laughs> I carry one of Klaus Kinski's fingers in my pocket at all times. What's going on with that guy? I haven't seen Klaus in a while. Um, he is dead. <laughs> this may explain his absence f- from your cinema screens. It's been a while, too, right? Yes. He, yeah, he so you got away. his fingers way before Jack Reacher. Is that why you were cast? Because you were... Now, finger ready? Now that I think of it, it may not even be Klaus's finger. It's just a finger that he handed to me one day. How many fingers did the hand that handed it to you have? That would have been a clue. I wish I'd thought to stop and count once. Of course, I'm kicking myself now that I have not counted the fingers on every hand that has handed me something. A finger, a finger more specifically, right? Certainly that is the example that jumps to the top of the pile. <laughs> and Chris, you brought a t-shirt that uh, says uh, yeah, something a, on it? It's a t-shirt from Legendary Entertainment. Yes. So it's a Legendary t-shirt and the uh, Walking Dead first season Blu-ray. Chris, what do the good folks of Legendary Entertainment bring us entertainment-wise? <laughs> um, well, they bring us such films as uh, The Hangover and Dark Knight and Inception. These are big deal movies. 300, yes. Yeah, I would, I would say I so. I saw the trailer for Hangover 3 today. It looks really funny. Looks great, but uh, PETA's not going to be happy. No. <laughs> I don't know if they actually sculled a giraffe. Do you think they care about giraffes? When are they ever happy? <laughs> That's true. They're not Yeah, You're right, Doug. They probably don't happy. care about giraffes. They're like, we want to protect all animals. But fuck giraffes. <laughs> like, you know, come on. Too weird. Too weird. <laughs> 
And there's so next. in the trailer, Doctor Ken Jong is uh, he's trying to kill. So he's like trying to smother some sort of bird of some kind. So <laughs> it's a quick it's a quick shot, but that's what I made out. That's what happened in my head. Does that one dude get lost again? Uh, I don't think so. I, 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 maybe he gets lost, but they don't have blackout drunk scenario this time. I don't think. I think it's just the just on, a regular the ongoing hangover. adventures. <laughs> For some reason, Zach's character has a lot of money now, so the jokes are all about... <laughs> That's why Pete is going to be mad, because he bought a giraffe, and then he's driving down the highway, and then there's a low bridge. You know what would happen. I'm kind of curious to know what <laughs> Werner Herzog thought of The Hangover. Yeah, did you see The Hangover films, Werner? Uh, I enjoyed these films greatly. Uh, uh, stories of uh, uh, mentally ill people um, <laughs> destroying themselves. Um, it uh, shows us what a folly life is. That's a common theme in, in your work, I think. It's the only theme in my work. <laughs> uh, Paul, have you been to the movies uh, lately? Um, I don't... Let's go to Chris. Chris, have uh, you... Fair enough. I've not been to the movies uh, recently. You want to come back to me? Yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> How's he looking now? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I, what is the last movie that I've seen? The I dug maybe what? the Verne, last Werner no stand. We did that do the true. movie interruption of the last stand, the yes. latest um, unnecessary Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> yes, it's it was really weird how inconsequential it all was. It shouldn't have happened. Yeah, <laughs> no one was asking for that, right? Were you in that? Was Werner in that one? Was <laughs> Werner? We just saw it. He just, wasn't, right? I was not in The Last Stand. I'm a bit choosy when it comes to scripts. You know the whole time they were making that movie, though, when, when, he, was, when he was governor, he was like, oh, as soon as I'm done with this governor shit, I'm going to be back on top of the box. Like he, They were just planning and planning and planning. And I'm sure when they were shooting that, we're like, oh, my God, Schwarzenegger, Knoxville, America's going to fucking love this! <laughs> Knoxville! And then America was just okay with it. <laughs> If that, yeah, they just didn't. I, I think that uh, y the youngins that buy the movie tickets are too young to care or know who he is. He was not. He's been not a movie star for a decade. And he's also he also like that was an era that just doesn't exist anymore. Like that era of like even the like I saw some movie that Bruce Willis was in just on Netflix that I never even came out in the theater. I'm like, oh, but Bruce Willis is doing like straight to you know straight to VOD or straight to, to video stuff now. I mean, like that whole era of guys. Is uh, that, I think that's over now. Although I saw a commercial for a Stallone movie today, which I I totally forgot about him. <laughs> right, but he has a new movie that's coming out in the in the theaters in it America. Came, it came out. Bullet to the head. Well, maybe maybe it's already out on DVD. Did I see a commercial for the DVD release? Or maybe. is there? I don't know because it because the movie's been out and uh, not is successful. The, is the tagline "Revenge never gets old"? <laughs> because that was said in this commercial, and that's one of those things that's not really a play on anything. No, <laughs> they were going to do "I'm too tired for this shit," or <laughs> it's going to be really on the nose someday. Revenge is when you get back at people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> how about it's me or you <laughs> how about revenge you are only wasting your own life with uh, <laughs> wanting to destroy someone else's generally they like something long. a little tighter like yeah. a little snappier <laughs> I would put a colon in there somewhere 
That tightens it right up. It just tightens it right up. You it do have a... There is a colon in one of your titles, I believe. Yes. Aguirre... Uh, yeah, two, two. I have two colon titles. <laughs> Aguirre, the Wrath of God, mm-hmm. and uh, Bad Lieutenant, colon, Port of Call, New Orleans. <laughs> I still haven't seen that, but I... You simply must. <laughs> As someone I'm very who, excited about it. As, as someone who enjoys uh, drugs more than uh, human interactions, I think you will find it uh, exciting. I, enjoy, I saw Spring Breakers today. How was it? <laughs> and it's... Uh, it makes you feel a little sad a, a lot of the time, but in a kind of a cool way. I, I only just realized it was the guy... I just read that it was the guy who wrote Kids. Which I didn't realize. Harmony Corrine? Yes. Harmony Corrine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's making movies. Hey, out y'all there. gonna see that new Harmony Corrine movie? He goes movie? out in the backyard, makes a movie with a bunch of pretty girls. Yeah, I'm gonna get some Coca Cola and some popcorn. <laughs> Watch that Harmony Corrine movie. I, not ironically, he also wrote Gummo. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. uh, sure. Ooh, a woo for Gummo. <laughs> he directed. He directed That's Gummo, me. I think. <laughs> and Gummo, of course, was the story of the like the you know the misunderstood Mark's brother. Right. Yeah. Finally, someone brought Gummo. that to the screen. That's right. Told and, as an allegory uh, through a bunch of rednecks who light animals on fire. Sure. Um, but uh, was Spring Breakers? Because I know it, 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 the, the, that core group of young. Disney actresses, I'm sure they were so ready to be like, look at our tits, we're adults. Like, was it that kind of movie where they were trying, do you think they're going to be taken seriously as adult actresses now? They're going to be fine just because they're, you know, they'll be fine. They're they're so famous that they're going to get work and, you know, do things that are, but you got to love them for doing this. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, if you're a total creep, you got to appreciate. Like uh, all the pervs out there, like getting it, it's just handed on a platter. Here you go. This is. Uh, Wait, you're 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 making the case. You gotta love this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure you would hate it. It's a, it's uh it can be an excruciating experience if uh, look, you, you don't want to see an up close look at what's going on at spring break. You know, I, I got like, a lot of respect. They're they're handing their nudity to pervs on a silver platter. <laughs> 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 you know what I heard was that at the. Premier the other night, <laughs> Marilyn Manson set off a smoke bomb. <laughs> he still got it. Yeah. <laughs> I understand he's just gone onto Amazon and ordered a potato gun. <laughs> you understand that to be a thing? Yes, I'm making I'm making a joke about some pranks. <laughs> Yeah, they really are handing it to pervs on a silver platter, whereas pervs used to just survive on, like, red carpet nip slips or accidental... Table scraps. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's how pervs got by. Red carpet table scraps. This one's for the pervs. (laughs) (laughs) But the movie was not good at all, or was it somewhat entertaining? No, he's a a good director. It's it's, it's flashy and, you know... is it as good as Gremlins? It's got, it's got music. It's got music. <laughs> These in Disney it. actresses, you it's can't feed them after midnight. You have to. They didn't get yeah. wet, did they? Because that's how they reproduce. Oh, they get wet. Uh oh. <laughs> was it sort of flashy? Like, did it? Was it flashy like Wild Things or like gritty flashy? <laughs> it was. Uh, 
What type of flashy? A little was of it? both. A little of both. He's a stylish filmmaker, as it turns out. Like the way that like a robbery scene is staged is extremely clever, and uh, I, I I admire his work. I just wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> like I was interested the whole time, but I, I I feel the same way about like Project X last year. Like there's just something about just a movie trying to be balls out that's like you know usually kind of interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that also the title of the Matthew Broderick film with the monkey? Balls out. Balls out. <laughs> no, that was the uh, volleyball Project thing X. with uh, what? Side out. You're thinking with Peter Horton and C. Thomas Howell. Where was, did that come from? I wasn't thinking of anything. I don't know what I. I was completely lost at that point. That doesn't ring a bell. Doug loves movies. Project movie. Project X, X with Project Helen X. Hunt and yeah. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Chris Hardwick. I'm, I'm happy to help out, Werner. Why did that come up? Because you said Project X. <laughs> it turns out there's two movies with the title Project <laughs> yeah. X. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> you have to explain it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I had moved on, though, I think. So that's where, that's what my, happened there. My apologies. <laughs> I did not realize you had gone through guest. all five stages <laughs> of <laughs> grief <laughs> with Project X. It should have been a blockbuster, the uh, uh, Project X with Matthew and, the, and, a, uh, and a monkey. It did all right. <laughs> Just okay. I liked it because in the movie, the monkey is in a laboratory <laughs> and not outliving his life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, you know, get ready for some games, gentlemen. Please, please choose your name tags. Who do you want to play for? Uh, Werner, you just go out into the crowd along with Paul and Chris and uh, pick uh, whatever name tag speaks to you. Chris Chris has a lot of dialogue with everybody. Someone was chosen by Werner and then Paul got somebody. Or the other way around. Warren says he loves movies. Somebody... Chris is upset someone just wrote on a cup. Um, I guess... Well, the other two guests picked a lot faster than... <laughs> doesn't seem... He's reading... Chris likes to read the fine print before he gets involved All right. with a name tag. So what do you got there, Chris? I got uh, uh, a young man named Justin who took the What About Bob poster and put What About Justin on there. Um, and then he, he put a, a post-it with a shithead on it? Yeah. Okay, so you can just pass that to me. We'll have that for at the end if, uh, if you do not win for Justin. How many weeks in a row will this be, uh, Chris? Will this be your fourth win tonight? This is my fourth. Well, I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to... I'm saying if you win tonight. If I win, it would be my be... fourth, yeah. <laughs> okay, and Paul is playing for... Uh... <laughs> Twi- so Twin Sheiks Firewalk with Tyler. Yeah. I would really... I, it really grabbed me because I don't get it at all. I, yeah, I, I really would love to try to map the logic path Peaks on this. rhymes with Sheiks. Got yeah. it. Firewalk with me. I get it. His name is Tyler. Firewalk with Tyler. 
I do, are we supposed to know who these guys are? Or they? That's it, one sheik. Well, it's one sheik. Yeah. You know, it's the same picture there. of the same guy twice. So but it really is just that, of it. it's just a rhyming fun thing, sort of, which he's put onto a very nice display board, like a <laughs> like a science. It fair. looks like something you'd take to a restaurant if you want a little privacy when you're eating alone. <laughs> I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna use it to get a suntan. <laughs> <laughs> I I rewatched Twin Peaks uh, recently, and uh, that last episode, I'm here to tell you, is still just about as terrifying as anything has ever been. <laughs> And I <laughs> well, was a grown man watching it on a machine at the gym. <laughs> and I was like, ugh! <laughs> the horrifying. Did you like I, that I movie? I started to pedal faster. Did you like that movie, Werner? The movie uh, Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me? Of course. Yeah, I, or the television series that Paul was talking I, about. I like the film better because uh, not only am I in the world of film, but also the title features a colon. You love those colons. I'm fond of them. <laughs> my, my dream is to insert a semicolon into a film title. <laughs> uh, who are you playing for today? I am playing for What's a young... What's this name tag you picked out? It looks like birth control pills. Yes, I'm trying to tell you. It's a young... <laughs> a young lady. Raged now. A, I'm, I have never been this furious in my entire life. <laughs> It's Please, a, calm down and just tell me it's a young, who you're playing for. Uh, please, al- allow me to <laughs> center myself. Nine, ten. I am playing for a young lady named Zina who has uh, offered me this full complement of pills. She hasn't taken today yet. Two, she has two to take every day <laughs> according to this schedule that is imprinted on the back of the box. And she has yet to take any of the pills. <laughs> Perhaps they are nighttime pills and not daytime pills. What are the pills, Zena? What, what is that? Cytolopram. Fram. It's a pill that keeps you from turning into a lizard monster. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she might start to no, shift. We better minute. get those back to her then. Let's just when, hang out to you, them for the when game. When do you take them? Then... Do you take them during the day or at night? Um, or as needed? Well, at night. At night. Okay. <laughs> You're being very cagey about these pills that you were shaking in the air. <laughs> Sina, listen to me. She's, she's on a You must schedule. take these pills. You must take them now. <laughs> Foreigner, settle down. Do we have a glass she of does, water? We're not going to make her take her pills right now. She, I, I think fear, she knows what she was doing when I she gave them away. I fear her transformation into a, a, a nocturnal lizard creature. We have to play the game. I'm sorry. Sorry, we don't have time for that. Um, let's start with returning winner, Chris Hardwick, which is probably how I should have been doing it all along. That's all right. Yeah. And uh, I really should not be continuing to win this game. I'm not great at it. But you're, but you're going to try your best tonight. Yes, I want to impress Werner, and you know, I just want to make sure that he thinks I'm cool. I am already impressed by you. <laughs> because you embrace science. I did. I did. I did. Uh, okay, so Chris will get to pick a, a category, and then we'll go to uh, Paul, and then to... Uh, is it? Do you like Werner or Werner? I pronounce it Werner, but I also have a German accent, so uh, it's fine. 
My name is pronounced Werner as you are saying it. Okay. How, how do you say it? Thanks, Werner. That's incorrect. <laughs> it's not Werner, it's Werner. Ah, yes, Werner. No, <laughs> wrong. Werner? Uh, okay, uh, Chris, would you like... Celebrating a birthday today is Bruce Willis, so... Uh, why? Uh, uh, Bruce... <laughs> why, why would he celebrate? He might not be. He might be having oh, a very sad evening. What's he trying to prove at this point? Yeah. No, he's... He's doing all right. Red 2 is coming. Yeah. Uh, he's in G.I. Joe. I don't understand who, who is G.I. Joe, but he's in the film. I like that in the poster, there's, G. I., there's Bruce Willis wearing a suit and tie. And then it says, G.I. Joe! <laughs> like, <laughs> what is, is he G.I. Joe's lawyer? <laughs> he's we got to make this more like James Bond. They love James Bond again. He's, so he's put him in a suit. G.I. Joseph. They're, clas- they're clashing it up. G.I. Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> He was a lawyer. He was military for a while, and then he went into law. Right. As he's practicing law now. now so it's, it's a procedural. Racing around, holding doors open for ladies. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, we'll get that for you. And then like, it's, just a, it's an hour and a half of that, and a couple explosions, and then The Rock. <laughs> also celebrating a birthday, Glenn Close. Oh. So the, the films of Glenn Close. And then at Glenn Rausch suggested on Twitter, Wreck-It Ralph, which is movies with Ralph Macchio that Leonard gave a bomb rating to. Okay. Wreck-It Ralph is the category. Oh, wow. Which one of those three would you like to play, Chris? Um, those are three pretty good categories. I think, uh, I think maybe I'll go with the... Um, let's go with uh, Bruce Willis. Okay. You get to pick from three different years for Bruce Willis. Okay. Would you like 1987, 1988, or 1989? <laughs> Let's go 1987. Okay. Leonard Malton gives this movie one and a half stars from 87 with Bruce Willis. He says it's tiresome. He says it's alternately boring and grating. Those are bad things to alternate between. Guitarist Stanley Jordan makes a musical appearance. Eleven names. How many names can you get it in? Um, I think uh, I'll do. Well, we'll we'll just start the game at eleven. <laughs> Fair enough. Paul, huh? Grading and tiresome, but not at the same time. It alternates. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say I can name that movie. In five names. Okay. Now we go to first-time player. <laughs> Mr. Herzog. Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> Named that movie. <laughs> oh. You called my bluff, Werner. You called my bluff. I have a vague idea of what this is. You do pick up. You pick this up fast, <laughs> sir. It's, it's like name that tune. <laughs> yes, you That's got exactly it. Exactly right. Uh, your five names, Paul F. Tompkins, are Graham Stark, mm. Mark Bloom, 
George Coe. <laughs> Alice Herson. Kring. And Joyce Van Patten. <laughs> What's the movie called, Paul? Is it Blind Date? That is correct. Here's what makes me mad about Sorry, that. Sorry, Werner. Here's what makes me mad about that. I took a shot. I knew, I knew it was Blind Date because I remember seeing that movie in the theater, and that was his first yeah. movie. You just got Sam Levine by these I two. Did, I did get Sam Levine yeah. a little bit by Werner Herzog. boxed out of the action, so. Yeah. I meant no Sam Levining. <laughs> it just happens. It's just uh, it's, it's how the game works. Uh, but that means, Chris, since you weren't in that skirmish, you get to uh, go first again, and then this time we'll go to uh, Mr. Herzog. Just so I'm clear Paul. on the rules, anyone who is standing outside of a skirmish <laughs> is then the next to select a category. Yeah, because they didn't really get to participate in that point, so I feel it should go from them in the next round. So... I am clear on what uh, a skirmish is. <laughs> These exchanges were. T <laughs> Name that movie. <laughs> that, is that the 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 sound that starts a skirmish? <laughs> Project X. I get it now. It's two. It's two different. Two okay, different films. Um, so we'll start with Chris again. Okay. Uh, would you like? Made you read on Twitter, suggested, put me in, coach. And uh, that's movies that have air travel in them. <laughs> so it doesn't even really have to be about air travel. Just someone gets on a plane at some point. Yes. So well, this that is narrows wonderful. it down considerably. <laughs> that narrows it down narrows to it pretty down much any movie that was made after the 50s. Or Matt Drury suggested, greatest movie ever, Roeld. As in Roald Dahl, mm -hmm. the uh, <laughs> famous author. And these are uh, adaptations of his works. Kay. Roald Dahl. And mm -hmm. then your third option is in theaters now. And that, of course, is movies that are playing in theaters now. Um, I guess let's, let's go with... Um, let's try in theaters now. Let's... <laughs> This is exciting. <laughs> there are many movies that are in theaters now. It's a good, good handful, but it narrows it down much further than uh, probably the category with airplanes. <laughs> um, movies where people have faces. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Leonard says this movie is pretty full-blooded. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, Leonard's not here, but if he were... It's my favorite type of we film. We would ask him... We'd ask him to explain that. I hate half-blooded films. <laughs> he also said it would have been more satisf satisfying if it had been shorter. Yeah. And, uh, that also does not narrow things down. <laughs> right. <lists> Jesus. <laughs> he lists six names. Are those literally the two clues for this yes. movie? Yeah, apply those to uh, current motion pictures. Um... <laughs> But you could also start the bidding at six names oh, if you want to do it that way. Six names. If that's how you want to play, going in, up against an incredible filmmaker. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> why, like, when the grizzly bear was going to, like, kill that guy, why didn't you, like, you and the crew jump in and help him out? Uh, we weren't there when that was happening. 
Makes sense. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> Thank you for accusing me of standing by and watching a man get mauled to death by a bear. You're welcome. So how many names do you think it would take you to discern the title of this film? Four names. Okay. Paul F. Tompkins. Werner, I gotta say, name that movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I really hope <laughs> that Werner gets this movie. Uh, that would be great. Because then Chris would still be in the, uh, in the running uh, for a little piece of the action. May I have the clues again, please? <laughs> no, you can't. It you, doesn't you matter. Can't. You can't. Here are the clues. Full-blooded, bo- full and it has, there's people in it. Like, that's all. There's no other. The clues were very vague. Thank you for refreshing it been, my memory. It would have been more satisfying if it had been shorter. <laughs> and uh, your, your four names are... I'm really sorry about the acu- accusing you of letting a man die right in front of you. It happens. <laughs> it happened four times on my way here. <laughs> oh, wow. You let four people die on the way over here? You misunderstand. <laughs> you killed four people on the way over here. I feel as if this is becoming worse rather you than You and McGregor. Better. Bill Nye. The science guy? <laughs> yes. Bill... <laughs> yes. I think, <laughs> I think that would be Bill Nye, the science guy Yeah. Yeah, ye. <laughs> Ian McShane and Stanley Tucci are all in this movie that's in theaters now. What do you think? You seem really on top of things, Werner. <laughs> I try to see as many films as I can. It's especially if Bill Nye is in what <laughs> What's it called? It's in theaters now. <laughs> is it called Oz the Great and Powerful? <laughs> Can I guess? <laughs> and then I want to guess after Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Werner. It's not Oz the Great and Powerful. Chris, what do you think it is? I think it's Jack the Giant Killer produced by Legendary. And what do you think it is, Paul? I also think it is Jack the Giant Killer. (laughs) Wait, Paul? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want me to answer? (laughs) No, Werner, you already guessed incorrectly. I know, but once Chris said it, it seemed likely... That's not really a guess, though. That's just you're repeating what somebody else guessed. But I'm repeating a guess, so it is still a guess. You know what? I like the way you think. I'm gonna, you have one point now. We have a tie. A tie between the great Werner Herzog and Paul F. Tompkins. So Chris has a chance here to catch up. Back in the game. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Wait, what was it? Was it Jack the Giant? I like this more polite way of playing the game, sir. 
Um, yes, Jack the Giant Slayer was correct. You were correct, Werner. I'm happy to bring some civility to this unruly uh, proceedings. <laughs> um, who was not involved in that skirmish? Again, Chris. <laughs> so this time a, we'll a go... A classic Chrisless skirmish. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start with Chris and then, and then go to Paul this time. And uh, Chris gets to choose the f from the following categories. Dom and Dahmer, that's the movies with serial killers. Uh, not for not for emetophobes. That's uh, movies that are not for emetophobes. Sure. Like there's copious amounts of vomiting. vomiting yeah. And uh, <laughs> what? Oh, I get it. Are you just seeing this material now? No, no, no. It's it's just one that I. I it's not worth getting into, but okay. Salma and Luis, and that's uh, movies with Salma Hayek and Luis and Guzman. Luis Guzman. <laughs> Wait, movies where they're in it together, or just it could be either or. It's either or or both. Well, it, uh, okay. <laughs> Sounds like you know a lot about them, Chris. I know a couple of their movies, but well, do uh, you want to pick that category then? Um, sure. Let's go. Someone vomiting Luis. or serial killers. Uh, let, let's do serial killers. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's been avoiding that one. Everyone avoids it, so I'm excited. I, that you I am it. alarmed at how excited Chris was to pick that category. And you're a badass. That's weird that you would be alarmed. It's true. <laughs> but once you've been shot during an interview, you, you, you become a bit cagey. Plus, when you, when you let a man die right in front of you... I that's thought a, we'd that's... been over this. There were two films called Project X... Three and a half stars, Chris, for this movie okay. that has serial killing in it. Okay. Uh, Leonard, the creep, calls it riveting. And uh, he's not a creep. We know he's not a creep. He says, Ioni Sky appears unbilled in this motion picture. So I don't know how helpful that is. And um, he lists 17 names. All right. And an audience member says, Jesus. And I agree. Oh, don't praise, help. Praise be to Lord. Oh, I thought, I thought he was in the movie. <laughs> yeah, please, no clues. What year? Did I say Thank the year? 2007. Much, 2007. Three and a half stars from Leonard. It's riveting, and the girl from Say Anything shows up. Doesn't want credit for it. Um, well, let's just start the bidding at 17. Okay. Let me go to Paul. Um, I'm going to say 12. Nice. Werner, do you, uh, you ever appear in anything unbilled? I uh, have appeared in over 1,000 films unbilled. <laughs> How, how's that? You just walk by one day on, when they're filming? or They never see me coming. <laughs> and I apologize for freaking everyone out on the set of Three Men and a Baby. Oh, that was you in the background. That was me. <laughs> you were the ghost. I thought it would be funny. Well, Ted Danson always said that was just a cardboard cutout. I think his mind will not allow him to accept what happened. His hair turned white overnight. Uh, 
okay, so uh, thank you for that, Werner. <laughs> and how many names do you think you can get it in? Paul said 12. That's right. So you have to go lower or uh, ask Paul to name it. 2007. Seems like it'd be pretty easy for Paul to name Serial it killer. <laughs> I only sky I like to help people in there. a covert cameo role. <laughs> Like what I do is I just say like eleven names because you still probably want a lot of names unless you, unless you zeroed in on what you think the film is. I thank you for your sage counsel. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play uh, <laughs> Christoph Waltz in Django Unchained? <laughs> he's he's too excitable. He's running around all over the place, and he exemplifies uh, no matter what role he plays a I'm joy totally for life sorry, that I, I find disturbing. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Well, how many names? Oh, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> poops. Is that more your style? <laughs> it's shorter. Gets us back to the game quicker. <laughs> how many? Paul F. Tompkins named that movie. <laughs> I know. I feel bad that you're being left out of these skirmishes. It's fine. I don't. I'm. I'm fine to be on the fringe of skirmish. <laughs> I. Th you know. I thought I devised a way to get to knock Chris out, and I didn't know it would be this successful. <laughs> but you know, of course, he'll be back. You're in the next uh, tournament of championships. That's fine. I'm actually going to be in New York next week, so I wouldn't be able to be here next week anyway. Aww, <laughs> buddy. So you want to just. Should we just... Okay, 12 names for Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, James Legro, Candy Clark, Adam Goldberg, that, that Vine filmmaker, <laughs> John Getz, Dermot Mulroney, John Carroll Lynch, Donald Logue, Elias Coteus, Philip Baker Hall. You can stop me if you think you ever get... If you got it, Paul. I don't have to say them all if you... Keep going. I don't got it. Zach Grenier, I think is how you pronounce his name, or Grenier. Charles Fleischer. <laughs> Ooh, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> it was the sequel to Roger Rabbit, where Roger becomes a horrible serial killer. Oh, I would watch the shit out of that. I'm gonna wipe out everyone who crushed Toontown. <laughs> uh, is that twelve names yet? No, that was like six names. Oh, Chris. You should get your brain checked. <laughs> I'll be right that back. Was, that was 11 names. Oh, I'm sorry. I drifted off at four. <laughs> Chloe Sevigny is uh, name number 12. And it's about a serial killer. It's 2007. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of excited that Werner Herzog might be here next week. <laughs> I've got some uh, really great guests lined up that I'll have films that they're promoting. I'm glad you're excited. Because it looks like he's going to be. <laughs> because I have, I absolutely have no idea what that movie is. Okay, Chris, do you know it just for funsies? I'm try. I know the movie. I'm trying to remember the title, but it was the one serial killer that they never caught, and I think it takes place in San Francisco, right? It was uh, the Zodiac. Zodiac. Oh, yeah. Is it Zodiac? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
you didn't even have to guess it right, like, but that was still amazing that you came up with it. And uh, I'll give you like a little bonus star next year, two points. So uh, Werner Herzog is our winner. <laughs> wow. And I have to say, Doug. We'll return next week. Can I say something? Thank it has you. been thank you. It has been an amazing four-week run for me on Douglas movies. Um, if I were going to give up the crown of Douglas movies, I am honored that it was Werner Herzog, uh, and not just Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> it is my pleasure to uh, take it from you as you uh, go backstage and frantically book a flight to New York <laughs> to save face. Whose name tag is this? Can I get you come over here and write down somebody uh, to call a shithead here at the? Uh, End of the show, and you, know, you can have that back because I'm, I'm sure, sure you Tyler. need that for your, I apologize for all your tanning needs. So just write it down here. Uh, anybody you would like me to call a, uh, a shithead, while uh, Chris Hardwick tells us what, what what are you running off to? What are you doing in New York? Is there a show people can come see you? Uh, no, I'm doing Fallon next week. Oh, Tuesday, okay. So well, go Jimmy, sit in the audience. Fallon. People Fallon can see that. Yeah. We can see that. The Jimmy Fallon show. Everybody can see Take that. Take a look at that. Okay. And the B, the Nerds BBC show Thanks, premieres man. Saturday night. Um, uh, on BBC America at 10 and then the finale of Talking Dead and Walking Dead is the 31st. So it's the 30th and the 31st. Yeah. And then I'll be doing a bunch of stand-up in a lot of places. Fantastic. And Paul F. Tompkins? Well, Doug, I will be uh, heading to London, England and I'm going to be at the Soho Theatre from the 2nd through the 13th and I'm very excited to make my uh, London stand-up debut. Oh, that's There's awesome. There's still some tickets left, but it's, uh, they're going fast. Maybe. Werner, would you mind, uh, come, when you come back next week, mentioning Paul's dates in, uh, in London again? Because there will be one more last chance to promote that for him. Did you have fun with him today? I enjoyed myself as greatly as I ever have. You may take that however you wish. Uh, I am happy to plug anyone's uh, stand-up dates as it's a curious art form that I cannot believe has survived to the 21st century. Because there's not enough bears in stand-up? You seem... Not enough conflict, I not, mean? Not enough conflict. Like if stand-up was to the death, you, would, you probably would enjoy it. Does that happen ever? <laughs> I don't think so, but we might be able to set up a show for you. Uh, are comedians very uh, violent people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to themselves? I mean, that sort of plays into the... Mm, sure. That interests me less. <laughs> right now, the listeners are getting so psyched that you're going to be back next week. So is there anything that you would plug? Like, do you have a, a new motion picture? Jack Reacher coming soon on Blu-ray. <laughs> Uh, and I will be in Portland, Oregon at the Helium Comedy Club, March 29th and 30th. Five shows. And uh, as always, thank you guys, all, all of you. Werner Herzog, Paul Tompkins, Chris Hardwick. Three-time champion Chris Hardwick. Thank you. In a, tough, in a tough situation tonight. Really strong competitors. And uh, as always, if any of these are a Game of Thrones character, I won't recognize it or acknowledge it because I haven't seen any of Game of Thrones, even though I'm certainly interested. Um, so, and these are harsh, these are harsh tonight, I feel. What already a curious feel... preamble. <laughs> Is this a regular feature where you warn well, against last week of... it was, Chris was here, last week it was somebody from Game of Thrones, it was one of the shitheads, and everyone no, I wasn't sat here. No, here. I wasn't here last week. Oh, you weren't here? No, no, no. Well, those people that were, Kumail must watch that show. I anyway, Game of nobody responded, right? Yeah. Jordan knew. 
Jordan's got my back. Um, so anyway, <laughs> these are some harsh shitheads, you guys. That's why I'm hesitating to say them. But here we go. As always, anyone defending asshole shithead rapist are themselves shitheads? <laughs> Is a shithead? <laughs> and Oprah Winfrey is a shithead. <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another cocky. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky.